It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Look alive, look alive. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm alive and well. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I'm refreshed. I feel good. I'm ready. But enough about me. Thank you for being so patient. I know we've been kind of sporadic the past couple of weeks. Not anymore. That's it. Vacation over. I'm ready for training camp. Training camp is a month away. Players literally report July 25th. I'll be there July 26th. And boom. Now we're talking. Now we're talking about a team, uh, an organization, a franchise that... Hopes to rebound after two years of of missing the playoffs. I want to dive into a few things today, including A.J. Green, his contract, and something he had to say that really speaks volumes about his future. And uh, I'll get to that today. I also want to, well, just give you some general thoughts on uh, my feelings, because every once in a while it's good to take a step back. In the past couple days, I've taken a step back. I was visiting uh, my cousin in Florida by the way, avid listener of the podcast. And so uh, he, big Bengals fan, but he doesn't buy in. So I want to talk about that as well. So that and so much more coming up today. As always, you can subscribe on Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, every single podcast posted at LockedOnBengals.com. You can subscribe on uh, on those platforms. And then follow along on Twitter, please, at James Erpine, at LockedOnBengals. And, and I do want to... Start start with this and just kind of apologize. I know, I, and I've had people reach out to me and are like, where the hell is the podcast? Where is it? And uh, I know I mentioned it on here a few times, but yeah, I was on vacation. I probably should have tweeted it out more than I did uh, and tweeted out that I, you know, we wouldn't have a podcast just to let you guys know. But uh, that's why um, Twitter is, is a good way to uh, to follow along. You'd, pay att- uh, you'd be able to pay attention more so there if you don't follow. Um, And if you don't or you don't have Twitter, that's fine too because here's the thing. I don't plan on taking any pretty much any days off from here on out. And and if we do, it's a day. You know, if if something comes up, because sometimes things come up, uh, it's a day. Uh, During during training camp, I plan on bringing you in-depth, exclusive player interviews and one-on-ones that you're not going to get anywhere else. And uh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to be recording from Paul Brown Stadium. I can't even say it. Hopefully I'll work on my recording voice between now and then. But, yeah, I'll be recording from Paul Brown Stadium. I'll have videos as well at LockedOnBengals.com. So there's a lot now as we look ahead to training camp. We're just about four weeks away. And uh, that's why this month was was busy. You know, I got engaged, which was awesome. And then I I always like to visit my cousin in, in Florida. Uh, who's, uh, you know, where, you know, how you're close with some cousins, not close with others. I'm really close with this cousin and it was good, but I had to fit it in. We only had certain windows of time that we could do it. And obviously training camp was looming and I wasn't going to take off during training camp. So that's why it was what it was, but thank you guys for tuning in enough about me. Let's dive in because I asked him and I think a lot of fans feel this way. And I want to know if you do, because he listens to the podcast every day and he remembers the Bengals Super Bowl teams, and he remembers when they were good, and then he lived through the 90s, and 
he's been kind of uh, he's not feeling optimistic. In fact, I, I asked him, and I, he he looked at me silly, and he was like, "They're going to be absolutely bad, terrible. They're not going to be good." And he basically said, "Andy and Marvin." And by the way, if you think I'm bad on Andy, like mean to Andy or or too hard on Andy Dalton, I, I maybe I should have my cousin on the podcast because Eric hate, like doesn't hate Andy Dalton. He just doesn't think he's good. He just doesn't think he's that good, and he doesn't think he's you're going to win much with him. That being said, I asked him, and his two reasons basically were Andy Dalton and Marvin Lewis, and that's where Vegas is, and I think that's where some of you are. I'm not that way as much, and here's why. I've seen, and we're not talking Super Bowl run here. They're not going to the Super Bowl this year. I, I would bet a lot of money that they don't. There's a reason Vegas has them 100 to 1 last I checked, and it's just it's not something that's going to happen. But if we're talking about playoffs, I think there's a chance. And, and the reason I say that is because who are we talking about? Like, let's say... Andy and Marvin are the two negatives. Marvin's been pretty good at getting the Bengals to the playoffs with Andy Dalton. Five out of seven years. Uh, They've spent a lot of time this offseason upgrading the line. They've switched out coaches, and they think that their new coordinators, new position coaches are going to help them tremendously. I don't know. I I think I lean the other way. Like, if there was a... A coach-quarterback combo that you trusted to at least get you to the playoffs? This one isn't bad. Like, there's going to be multiple teams that didn't make the playoffs last year that do it this year. And if you're telling me a a quarterback who's played in his fair share of playoff games has a revamped line, an offense that he's comfortable in, and uh, obviously a star wide receiver like A.J. Green, the defense looks at least on paper, to be really good, and they want to force more turnovers, and they adjusted personnel-wise. To do that, at least to a certain degree, through the draft and uh, free agency, obviously they they added uh, a bit with uh, Preston Brown, et cetera. I don't know. I think uh, Chris Baker as well in the defensive line. I think, again, looking at what you got, Marvin and Andy, I get the rest of the roster is flawed, but if everything goes right, I think playoffs are going to happen. Now, again, this isn't me sipping the Kool-Aid all the way. This isn't me buying into Andy winning a bunch of playoff games. No, no, no. But, like, are you telling me if John Ross doesn't stay healthy and, and Tyler Eifert, who is nicked up again, isn't at least solid? But they have a solid guy behind him anyway in Tyler Croft, so they'll be all right at tight end. But, like, Ross stays healthy, Mixon is as advertised, the line's better. I wouldn't be shocked if the offense was pretty to really good this year. And then you flip it, the def- defense, once Vontez comes back and loses all the weight because he's he's just awful health-wise in the offseason. I mean, the dude just looks awful every time I see him. He does. It just does. Now, I'm not trying to be mean and awful is a relative term, but I'm, I'm saying awful by Vontez's standards. He, d- he does not look in shape at all. If, if that was John Ross, you guys would, like, people would rip the, to shreds, and rightfully so, John Ross. So that's why I mentioned that. But if Vontez can be Vontez for half the year, I think the addition of Jesse Bates is huge. I think Sam Hubbard and that defensive, like, think about it. Sam Hubbard now is a guy I think is ready to contribute from day one. You mix him in with that line with Carl Lawson, who looks 
every bit the part to, I think he has 10-plus sacks this year. Carlos Dunlap vying for a contract. Geno Atkins is Geno Atkins. I think this play, this team can be pretty good. So do I trust Andy and Marvin to win a playoff game or to make a run in the playoffs? No, but I don't think Vegas does. I don't think you should. I don't think anyone should until we see it. Do I trust them if things go relatively well health-wise to get to the playoffs? Yeah, I think that's reasonable, and I think that's an expectation uh, they have, and I think it's one as a fan you can have and not feel bad about it, not feel like, oh, well, they haven't made the playoffs the past two years. They're not going to make it this year. No, they should make it. Go ahead and say it. The Bengals, maybe I'm feeling crazy from vacation. The Bengals should make the playoffs this year. Will they? But they certainly should. How's that for an optimistic take uh, during my return from vacation? How's that? Uh, (laughs) Up next, I want to dive into this. I think this is interesting. A.J. Green said something really interesting about his contract and how he doesn't want, he doesn't need a new contract right now. And I, I think that says more about him surveying the Bengals versus the Bengals surveying him. I'll get to that next on the Locked On Bengals podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm James Erpine. It feels great to be back in this chair. It feels great to be talking to you today on the Locked On Bengals podcast. We do this every single day, and uh, it's every single weekday, and it's something we do, and I know we've been out, but uh, back at it. We'll be back in full swing here. I'm going to start getting some guests wrapped up. We're going we're gonna to look at, in early July, like before training camp, we're going to look at the AFC North the division, get some experts on inside each city and and discuss, well, really just discuss what we're looking at here because I, I do think the Bengals should, again, should make the playoffs. I, I actually feel really comfortable saying that. And a big reason why is A.J. Green. Adriel Jeremiah Green is a, a player that uh, it can be game-changing, and I expect him to be this year. He He certainly had his... Fair share of issues last year. Honestly, it was chemistry as much as anything. I think him and Andy Dalton kind of looked off at times. And obviously Andy struggled to connect with him deep downfield in a lot of games. Uh, I, I take AJ's side on that. Could be wrong. But but here's the reality with AJ Green. Last year was underwhelming numbers-wise. The year before that, he didn't finish the year because of health reasons, because he was injured. He can't. And he told uh, the Cincinnati Enquirer this, that he's not going to worry about a new contract, even though all these receivers from Antonio Brown and Jarvis Landry, DeAndre Hopkins, all all these guys are getting paid. And and A.J. Green now, who was once the top wide receiver in the league, top highest paid wide receiver in the league, isn't. And the reason I think... He's not saying, oh, I want more money or I want an extension. Is There's two, two big ones. Is he's going to be 30. He's coming off of an injury-riddled year two years ago. Last year was underwhelming numbers-wise. Period. Period, period, period. So if you're the Bengals, you look at A.J. Green and 
Look, he's turning 30. That's fine. I'm not really worried about that. But at the end of the day, he's under contract for two more years. Why would you extend him past his age 32 season? For what? What? Why would you? Why do you want to sign up for 32 year old AJ Green right now? Maybe, but uh, not for big money. So right now, I, Green's kind of got to prove himself again, reestablishing himself as a top five wide receiver in the NFL. I think he is. But again, he was on pace for a career year in 2016. Injured, got derailed there. He was going to have like 1,800 yards that year. That's the type of year that A.J. Green could have this year if he wants that extension. And here's the other thing. If you're A.J., would you want it? You're playing with a, a, a literally a quarterback that, even if you're an Andy Dalton lover, a quarterback that has held you back. And deep down, A.J. knows it. So that's the case. This, this franchise has yet to fix the offensive line yet. Who knows? Maybe it's fixed this year. Maybe not. This franchise has kept Marvin Lewis the whole time, even though eh, probably shouldn't have at times. And maybe he feels differently. But at the end of the day, are you sticking around for the same old, same old? Or AJ's probably looking at it like this. I'm making good money the next two years. Why would I ask for more money and lock into the Bengals now when I could just wait and see how we do, how I'm feeling? Imagine if 31-year-old A.J. Green, it just finishes up his 2019 season, and maybe it's underwhelming for him or it's underwhelming for, from the team result, and he says, you know what? I don't know how much longer I want to do this. I really enjoy it. I don't know how much longer I'm going to do this. I want to go somewhere where I can win. And I've speculated at times, I thought that maybe A.J. Green, depending on how this season goes, could demand a trade next offseason. And I think that there, there's still some validity to it. There's a scenario where that happens. Again, I don't think it, it is in the cards right now, but I think it could happen. But ultimately, if you're A.J. Green, why would you want to lock into the Bengals long term? I wouldn't. He thinks he's a, an alpha, and he is. He thinks he's probably going to have the best year of his career this year. If he does that this year, then next year, He's not going to need an extension with Cincinnati. Now, things could go well, and he might end up winning an extension with the Bengals. But I'm just saying, put yourself in A.J. Green's shoes. And I know I just got done saying good things about the Bengals and on paper how they should make the playoffs. I get that. But take all of that in consideration, into consideration and then say it out loud. A.J. Green wants to commit to the Bengals long-term and vice versa. Should the Bengals want to commit to A.J. Green, big money long term. I think the answer on both sides is no. The answer on both sides is let's wait and see. Let's see how this season goes. If they go 10-6 and and A.J. Green has 1,500 yards and 10 touchdowns, look, he's probably going to be here for a while. But if they go 6-10 and and A.J. Green hurts his hamstring week three and then week 10 he comes back and he's, he's bothered by injury issues, it might just be time for both sides to move on either at the end of 2018 or the end of 2019. So I think this is a really smart play by A.J. Green. Uh, In the NBA, Carmelo Anthony uh, this past week opted into like $27 million. I don't think A.J. Green wants to be in that situation where he's making big money and just doing it for the money. Like he could try to get more money right now and get a a longer-term deal. Who knows if that would work with Mike Brown anyways. But why would you do that when he he signed a four-year, $60 million extension? 
He's got plenty of money. Why not wait and see how the Bengals, what they do, how things go before you lock in to the Bengals organization? And if you're the Bengals, why not wait and see what A.J. Green can do this year without locking into him long term? And uh, I'll read this quote for you real quick. Uh, He told this to uh, Paul Daner Jr. and Jim Osarski of the Cincinnati Enquirer. He said, quote, I think the biggest thing for me, I'm always comfortable with stuff I'm doing. I signed a deal and I'm comfortable with the deal and I just live with it. After that's up, we go back to the board. I don't really get caught up in what's the money like because I signed my deal and it was the highest paid. And uh, yeah, it was the highest paid at that point. It's going to always go up. So you can't keep up with that. Makes sense. Makes sense. I think he's taking a smart approach about this for him and the Bengals. And that doesn't mean, again, that doesn't mean, I'm not saying he's out of here. I'm saying, why not, if you're him, take a wait-and-see approach? And if you're the Bengals, why would you extend him right now when you don't need to? That's it. I think that makes sense. I hope it makes sense. And uh, who knows? That's It's going to come down to how, I mean, on it, it sounds silly or it sounds maybe honest. How do they do this year? If you told me that the Bengals went 5-11 and and A.J. Green was barely over 1,000 yards, I see a scenario where he's like, man, I can't keep wasting my time. I got to get out of here. I do. And uh, one year left, the Bengals could view it and say, yeah, we're paying him a lot of money. And it doesn't have to be this public public spat. Maybe we should trade him, kind of rebuild a bit. Because if they struggle this year, they're probably going to have to rebuild. Like It's one of those things where they kind of retold and revamped, and, and they're trying to go for it this year. And by go for it, I mean like the playoffs. They fell on their face. You might not want to keep A.J. Green around. You might want to trade him and get some value in return. I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for tuning in today. On Twitter, at James Rapine, at Locked on Bengals. Subscribe, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and the iHeartRadio app. Also, every single podcast posted at LockedOnBengals.com. We'll be back at it tomorrow. Until then, I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Bengals podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL Draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.